I have the pleasure of introducing Pastor Frances Kim uh, to speak um, to us this morning. Uh, you might have seen her before. She's come to speak and just introduce herself. Um, Pastor Frances uh, has experience uh, in Korea, and she's also um, worked in Taiwan. She's fluent in Mandarin. She's currently serving um, with our Mandarin congregation downstairs, and we have the privilege of having her um, preach the Word of God to us. So I'd like to invite Pastor Frances to come and speak. The scripture we have First um, Peter, first Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect, exiles scattered throughout the province of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, for the sanctifying work of the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus Christ and sprinkle with his blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Praise to the God for living hope. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded from God's power until the coming of the salvation, that's ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this, you greatly rejoice, though now, for a little while, you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire. May we sow in praise, glory and honor when Jesus is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Best of reading this verse. Good morning, everybody. It's only second time. I use English to give sermon. <laughs> so, good luck to you all. <laughs> uh, today, um, through First Peter 1, 1 and 9, we will think about what attitude we should adopt as we face our difficulties in our lives as Christians so that we can still fly in the race. Uh, first, we will look at how to face difficulties with obedience. The book of First Peter is the Apostle Peter's letters. 
to the scattered believers. Uh, although First Peter has only five chapters, Peter uses the word suffer or suffering 18 times. The phrases all kinds of trials uh, and perishes, even though refined by fire, are used to express the uh, plight of believers at the time. The believers of that day were facing severe political persecution by the Roman, Roman Empire and opposition from followers of Judaism. Here, Peter encourages the believers to endure in their suffering, to stand firm in the truth, to be steadfast because they have a living hope that depends on the power of God. In verse 6, Peter writes, A little while you may have had to suffer. Peter uses the words strangers in the world and scattered to express that these believers' sufferings are temporary. Peter exhorts believers to face difficulties in obedience by looking forward to eternal glory as long as they keep hope and patience. All this will eventually be in the past and an inheritance in heaven remains, remains for them. So in our suffering, what is the foundation that help us to help us endure to the end and stand firm? That is the fact that we have been saved. In verse 2, Peter dis describes the four processes of salvation. Uh, the salvation pro process involves the trinity of God. Believers are chosen because the Father in his foreknowledge he sees them willing to believe in the gospel. He then sanctifies them by the Holy Spirit and also uses the blood of Jesus Christ to purify their sins so that they may learn obedience to Jesus Christ. Obedience to Christ indicates that acceptance of salvation is not only in the mind, but also taking action to live a life of obedience to God's will. Sprinkling by Jesus' blood means that Jesus' blood shed on the cross made our salvation possible. In the Old Testament, God made a covenant with man to obey his law and used the sprinkling of blood as evidence. Now we have a new covenant with God by Jesus' blood. His blood cleanses us from our sins so that we can obey and serve him. Peter points out that obedience to Jesus Christ is the key to overcome suffering. Obedience means that we should learn to fear God. 
obey God in our daily choices and desire God's eternal reward. We can see that obedience and hope are closely related. We are willing to obey because of our hope that in the end we will be with God in eternal glory. I ask you, is raising children easy or not? <laughs> not easy, huh? But parents are willing to carry the responsibility and pay the price. Such obedience and willingness to accept today's hard work is the result of looking forward to the hope of the better future for our children. Obedience to the Lord Jesus is, is a premise of following Jesus and a sign of our Christianity. It is possible to follow and obey Jesus Christ without paying the price. This is why in First Peter we see suffering, obedience, and glory closely related. However, while walking on the road of faith, the Lord will support us with grace and guidance. For the Lord has promised that His grace is sufficient for us. When we are weak, then we are strong by His grace. Second, face difficulties with hope. In verse 3, Peter said, In His grace, great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. A living hope signifies that this hope is a living and true hope that will give people strength and encouragement. Because the source of this hope is God's constant love and the Father that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Therefore, in the future, we will enter into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade kept in heaven. This true and living hope gives us strength to fly in our struggles and difficulties. And through faith, we are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last day. Therefore, although we are suffering, we still have joy because there is hope. By trusting in God, even suffering cannot take away our hope. Twelve years ago, I was living in Canada and one day I received a call from Korea telling me that my only brother had died at age 38. At that time, my brother's son was only four years old. Then, only four and a half years later, my brother's widow passed away 
from cancer. When my nephew lost his mother, he was eight years old. This series of sudden losses made his heart full of fear and insecurity. When I returned to Korea to visit him, he was haggard from grief. Thin, no smile, no light in his eyes. However, when he saw me and knew his aunt would adopt him, his face immediately lifted and he smiled. Also, he began to have energy and joy because his heart had hope. Once I had him in my arms and said to him, Aunt loves you. He said, I know, I love you too. I said to him again, Aunt had no son. If you become my son, that will be the greatest joy. He laughed and hugged me tightly. At such a young age, he had experienced unbearable grief and fear. But now he had hope, so that even in his suffering, he could find peace and joy. Dear brothers and sisters, even though there are many problems and difficulties, but through the salvation of Jesus Christ, we still have a living hope. Hope in Jesus' return. Hope for the redemption of our bodies. Hope for the new heaven and new and the new earth. And hope for an eternal inheritance. Therefore, hope can help us to overcome our difficulties. Third, let us talk about how to face difficulties with faith. In verse 6, 7, and 9, we can see that suffering is certain, yet suffering is temporary. And in our trials, our faith becomes even more precious as we not only see the value of our faith as just source of hope, but also revered is the result of faith. That is the salvation of our souls. Thus, faith is the key to overcoming trials. The cross of Jesus Christ has given us the salvation of our souls. But that salvation is not only in the future but also in the present. The world of riches, talent, and ability will become the past. Only salvation is forever. This fact in inspires us to rely on faith, to overcome suffering, and to see God's grace and blessings in the Lord. 
When we believe in the gospel, we have already received salvation. But to receive praise, glory, and honor, our faith must stand the test. First Peter one eight and twenty three. Peter says that we have not seen God, but we still love Him. And even in our lives, we can reveal God's glorious joy. And the source of this motivation lies in faith. It is faith that allows us to experience the reality of things we do not see. But our faith is weak. So only together with the living and enduring world of God can we live out our lives more fully. So, what is motivation to keep flying during a rainstorm? That is to believe in God's love. Verse 8 mentions love. Love is the foundation of hope and faith. God first loved us so that we can now obey His word. Hope in Him and we love Him. Take for example the story of Jacob and Rachel. Jacob loved Rachel. So in order to have her, he did not hesitate to serve Laban for seven years. Later, he was deceived by Laban and served seven years more. Jacob felt that sacrifice for Rachel was not painful, but a, but a pleasure. Working hard for her was not a terrible hard labor, but a happiness. Uh, let us read together Genesis twenty-nine twenty. So Jacob served seven years to get Rachel, but they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. Because of love, Jacob did not lose hope or faith. In a difficult situation, and despite all of the difficulties, in the end, he got Rachel. He had perseverance, perseverance because of love. Pauline Zhang, Zhang Haichong, was a Taiwan scholar, professor, and writer. She has a broken marriage that caused her to suffer both physically and mentally. Later, God opened the way for her to study, so she went to the United States with her daughter. After going through the hardships of single parent food and suffering from depression and diabetes, she felt the call of God. Therefore, she founded the American Streams of Water Care Single Parents Association in 2004, hoping for her own painful experiences 
and years of academic research to help single parents' families. In early 2007, she returned to Taiwan and found the Republic of China Streams of Water Cares Single Parents Association, short form called Streams of Water. She began to have trouble walking, eventually progressing to imbalance while walking. She saw doctor after doctor, but none could find the cause. It was fi finally discovered that she had developed ALS, or Lugaris disease. She was very shocked and asked God what she did wrong to get such a disease. She said, when I was asking God why, I ran into a dead end and could not find an answer. I could not move forward. The more I asked why, the more depressed, lonely, and unfair my life felt. Then one Sunday, she was sitting in the church service in the middle of a 3,000-person congregation. But she felt completely alone. Suddenly, a verse, a verse appeared in her mind. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or danger or sword? For I am convinced that neither death or life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Her heart suddenly understood that the most important things in life is to be found in the Lord Jesus Christ and to receive Jesus' love. Our Lord, suddenly her heart was greatly comforted. She said, When I began to count God's grace, I found that He loves me. He sent many angels to take care of me and gave me the best medical care. He let me write books to glorify him, knowing that my time in the world is maybe, is may not long, maybe a kind of blessing. At a Stream of Water conference, she said that even though the disease is very painful, I have never felt more loved and cared for. Life is like a performance. And when we experience suffering, 
we have to learn to dance with it. When suffering comes at us, we cannot stubbornly stand, trying to hold our ground. We adjust. If we move forward, I step back or I turn around. This may be the last dance in my life. I wish to dance beautifully in the graceful pose that shows the glory of God. Jiang Haichong died in 2010, but she remains to us an example of extra- extraordinary life and witness that when we believe in God's love, we can still fly in the rains. Dear brothers and sisters, the critical moments in our lives are not determined by the bad things that happen to us, but by how we respond to such events with God's grace and power. God allows circumstances to try us. God also allows storms to show the status of our lives and faith. God allows stormy waves that cause us to turn to the Savior so that we can really know God. When God seems in, in incomprehensible, let God be God. Give sovereignty to Him and trust in the goodness of God and trust in His wisdom. If we use bitterness and a complaining attitude to face our suffering, blaming others, then eventually we will not only hurt our others, but also hurt ourselves. Imagine you are walking in the rain without an umbrella. You would feel terrible. Now imagine your lover is there and he uses his coat to make an umbrella for you while you walk together in the rain. Isn't that romantic? (laughs) A terrible situation has been changed into a lovely one, right? When we are willing to experience suffering in a romantic manner, remembering that God is the true lover of our soul, we can find pleasure during suffering with obedience, hope, and faith while experiencing God's presence and ability. When I was young, I was a pastor in Korea. One day, I acted thoughtlessly, which resulted in hurt and rejection. On the way home, I was quite upset and sad. It, It suddenly began to rain, and I did not have an 
umbrella. I was miserable. I was passed by a flower shop, and I thought it would be it would not be a bad idea to go into the flower shop first to escape the rain, second to enjoy the beautiful flowers and enjoy the fresh air, third to buy some flowers to comfort myself. I chose a bouquet of beautiful flowers and asked the shopkeeper to wrap them up for me. While he wrapped, I took my wallet out of my backpack and asked him, "How much are they?" He handed me the bouquet and smiled at me and said, "For a beautiful person, the flowers are." I was shocked. So I asked him, "Do you mean it?" <laughs> He smiled and said, "It's my pleasure." Can you guess? From the time I entered the flower shop to when I walked out of the flower shop with a bunch of free flowers, <laughs> my feeling. The same or not? Of course, not the same. <laughs> When I walked out from the flower shop, I'm filled with a smile, even though it is still raining. It doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> Dear brothers and sisters, there is suffering in the world, but through God's grace, suffering can be overcome. Even though we cannot discern the way of God, we can still trust Him, and in Him we can rejoice. Therefore, we must enjoy the now. Realize that every minute is precious, and make the proper use of every opportunity, because each moment of happiness is God's. Reward. May God bless us in this life to walk with the Lord and experience the grace of God and fly in a rainstorm. Let us pray. Dear Lord, when you meet the rainstorm, Lord, be with us, guide us in every direction to light. Our every hope, and to give us strength. Let us rely on you and be your witness with our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray.